0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Rants and Rabbit Trails. I'm your host, Pearl. And I'm your host, Morgan. And today we've got some real fun stories for you. Super Or at least I know mine's going to be real fun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mine's not. Well, it's actually not fun at all. It's very chaotic and haphazard, but you know, this is Rants and Rabbit Trails. Those are our middle names. That is my middle name for sure. (laughs) Um,
0: yeah. Is there anything else you want to
1: talk about before we get into our stories? Um, I just want to say again that we are joined once again by Peanut, the podcast puppy. Um, She is right now resting on the coffee table. (laughs) After she just... Um, Violent, violently attacked us with yes, with, with kisses love. and love. Mostly you though, because you kind of got that,
0: that tongue was definitely in my mouth. But yeah, you know,
1: unfortunately, you we know, love that
0: for her you and me. For that.
1: <laughs> you gotta look out for that. Gotta look out for that. I swear she wait,
0: she just like lies She's and like, A little for that. Frenching never hurt nobody. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Be careful! Don't <laughs> knock my don't lamp break over. your property. <laughs> well, you invited me. Uh, <laughs> No. You're good, man.
0: You're good. That I'm prone was free. mocking things over. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I've, I've got the zoomies personally right now. Yeah. My caffeine's really kicking in. <laughs> oh, so this like, is going to
1: be fun. <laughs> let's do it. All right. So, um, today, yeah, I don't even know what our theme technically is. If we have one, it's just too kind of chaotic. Chaotic, I would say. Crazy. My story is a little tragic. Yeah, mine is... Um, something. You'll
0: you'll be able to determine
1: for yourself. Yeah, I will say that, um, as a little disclaimer, my story at least mentions um, has mention of suicide and murder and things like that, of that sort, so please just be advised um, that we're going to be discussing those types of topics today, Um, and... If you don't feel comfortable listening to this episode, that's completely fine, but I wanted to throw that out there. Mm
0: -hmm. Mine won't involve any death or murder or anything like that, Um, so, yeah. (laughs) Cool. I was trying to think of what trigger warnings this might have, but I don't know, the sea?
1: The sea, the ocean? (laughs) If you don't want to think about the ocean. Oh. What is that called? Like, I have that phobia, like, of deep water in the ocean. Okay, that's what I thought.
0: Thalassophobia. Thalassophobia.
1: I just remembered.
0: (laughs) Um, oh my god. I... I don't even want to get into it because I could really talk for hours. But the whole
1: submarine thing this week. Okay, I was going to mention that (laughs) at some point today. Yeah,
0: you kind of have to.
1: Over recording or not. Um, (laughs) Yeah, the whole Titan submarine. That was a roller coaster of a week. I have
0: always been really, like, I don't even like looking at pictures of shipwreck stuff Mm -mm. anything Mm -mm. underwater like if i get a video on tiktok that has that is like an underwater video i literally just scroll right past it because i'm so scared yeah no thank you so yeah that was some nightmare fuel Mm -hmm. god
1: (laughs) anyway (laughs) you wait what (laughs) i said said, on that note Would you like to share your story first? Sure. Um, On that on that
0: ocean. Or should we start
1: on mine because it's Ah. kind of like tragic. I don't know. Do we want to end on that note? Or (laughs) I don't know. I have absolutely no fucking idea what your story is today. So like what it's about. All I know is that you said it was a poop cruise. Yes, it is
0: indeed a poop cruise. I named my document carnival pee-pee poo-poo. <laughs> you know what? I'll just go first. All right, let's go. This is not going to be super long anyway, so I'm just going to get right into it. Um, so today we're talking about a cruise ship disaster. Um, I have a little bit of a fascination with cruises. Not that I've ever been on one or ever want to go on one, but the amount of people that go missing on cruises. There's just some shady stuff. So we're talking about the Carnival Triumph today. The Carnival Cruise Line has had a lot of controversy over the years for different wrecks and whatnot. Yeesh. But yeah, this is known as the Poop Cruise slash the Poop Cruise from Hell um, across the internet.
1: The Poop Cruise from Hell.
0: So the Triumph set sail from Galveston, Texas on February 7th, 2013 on what was planned to be a four-day trip. After departing from a stop in Mexico and heading back to Texas, things took a turn for the worse. Dun, dun, Duh. February tenth, twenty thirteen, at five sixteen a.m., uh, the second engineer receives an alert about a fire alarm from the engine room. Oh, not good. Nope. Upon his arrival at the site of the alarm, he discovers that a fuel pipe has burst and it's just gushing fuel everywhere. Oh, no. Um, at five, so he tries to shut down the generator, but it's too late. At 5.27, fire ignites in the engine room. At 5.28, the passengers, crew, and the captain, who was off-duty at the time, all wake up to the first officer announcing a code for fire. At 5.30, the captain takes over control, and the passengers start evacuating their rooms as smoke begins to fill some of the lower decks.
1: Uh-oh. F. Wait, when, when did this happen? This was in 2013. 2013, okay. I misset the scene. (laughs) Um, At
0: 539, the cruise director announces that there is a situation in the engine room, but that everything's under control and basically tells everyone not to worry. Many panicked passengers started putting on life vests and gathering around the lifeboats, and crew members are there trying to reassure them everything's under control, but they're, like, not giving any specifics... I would literally personally be losing my absolute mind. Yeah, be like jumping into the water. <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. But um, at five forty-seven a.m., the cruise director makes an announcement that there's no reason to be alarmed or to prepare for exit, and asks people to return to their rooms. After this, almost all the lights on the ship go out. <laughs> oh, no, they. <thank> <sighs>
1: Oh my god! I'd be um, shooting
0: myself. And most of the power, along with the propulsion system, so they're just all of a sudden, literally stranded loading. in the dark. Yep.
1: Oh. At six
0: o eight a.m., the cruise director announces that the fire was put out, but that they needed to wait for the engine room to cool down before they could restore power to the ship. At around nine a.m., many of the passengers who were previously like, "Oh, okay, this is going to be fine," began to realize that the situation was only going to get worse. Not only were there they left were they left just drifting off of the Gulf, the Gulf <laughs> of Mexico, but the AC was broken, the elevators didn't work, there was no running water. And worst of all, the septic system failed. Oh my god. The cruise director announces that there would be biohazard bags delivered to everyone and telling them to poop in the bags and to pee in the showers.
1: Oh my... <laughs> <laughs> Who Certain doesn't types... pee in the shower anyway?
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> Certain types of rooms couldn't be aired out, so passengers started dragging their beds out onto the outdoor areas of the ship. The Lido deck was given the nickname Tent City because passengers literally, like, tied up sheets all across the whole thing and made this big covering.
1: Oh my gosh, like a little cruise top (laughs) bazaar.
0: Exactly. That's what they thought, too. Probably
1: not as fun.
0: Uh, because the stabilization on the ship went out, it would rock back and forth really hard, which is called listing in nautical terms, oh. I learned. Uh, this was, of course, really stressful in itself because people were, like, having to grip onto things, not to go sliding around. Out. But also because the septic slash drainage system wasn't working... And the toilet facilities were already backed up. Sewage basically just started sloshing all over the place. No! The carpet was soaked with it. It soaked the walls and the ceilings in some places. (laughs) I understand why it's the poop cruise from hell. Right. I understand now. So you've got that and then you've also just got literal bags of poop from everyone on the cruise piling up in random spots. (laughs) <laughs> oh, There's just little bags of shit everywhere um, So people started hoarding food And the kitchen got extremely backed up Because they were not prepared for people to be like Like hoarding food for their entire families um, The next day, the 11th The cruise director announces that two different Carnival cruise ships The Legend and The Conquest Will be passing by to share supplies with the Triumph they also announced that there would be two tugboats arriving that afternoon to begin towing the ship to land. Which, I'm like...
1: I'd I be lo- like, can I get off? Can I get... Can I get on the other cruise ship and <sighs> get off of this I- literal shithole?
0: This whole thing has made me so confused about why there's not, like, I don't know, a backup system in place? Like, a backup For ship? Like I don't know, to come
1: grab or those generators people? or anything like I have no idea how <laughs> how all of that works um out on the sea but no
0: <laughs> um yeah
1: a single passenger
0: that was behind on her dialysis treatment um was rescued by the coast guard and then I think one other person uh got rescued at some point so but only two people of everyone on the ship was able to get one. and off. how many people there, were let's see were there anything? steps? Yeah. I want to say there was 4,000... It was like 4,200 people. Yeah. A lot. So it was like a little bit over a 1,000 crew. And then the rest were passengers. Okay, this is a big ass. Yeah, she's a biggin'. The crew continues on with activities and entertainment, doing their best to make the passengers as happy as they can. Literally, Um, like, covered in shit. (laughs) I know, I'm like... What like, kind of entertainment? <laughs> yeah. What? Um, at this time, CNN starts broadcasting news about the disaster. And there's literally, like, news helicopters. Wha- I would be so fucking butthurt.
1: I'd be like, be like, bring that fucking copter down here. Get me off of this sewage Oh <sighs> So ship. fucking wild. Um...
0: And then it just becomes a big, huge media frenzy. Everyone back on land is like, "What the fuck is going on?" But no one on the ship really knows that there's like big coverage. They're just trying well, to yeah, survive. They're still out of they're power. They're getting splashed right? with shite. Yeah,
1: fucking
0: <laughs> splash. <with laughs> shite. On Iro on board, passengers started getting used to the to life on the poop ship, and they started trauma bonding. Oh yeah, well, as one would. Yeah. Blissfully unaware of the media coverage. So, when the tugboats show up and begin towing them to Mobile, Alabama, which is the s- closest spot they can get to, they decide to celebrate by having an open bar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel like I need a few
0: shots of whiskey at this point. And I'm point. like, you know what? I do get that. I really do. But yeah. it literally had to be shut down after two hours because passengers were getting so rowdy and like throwing they shit were everywhere. Slosh. They were literally sloshed. Like, um, so, yeah, I don't yikes. know why anyone would think that's a good idea. Oh, my God. (laughs) Open bar for drinks for everyone. So, because the ship is literally a massive cruise ship and the tugboats are two small
1: tugboats. Yeah, who made... (laughs) (laughs) Which smart motherfucker made that decision? (laughs) Fucking Albert Einstein
0: ass. Uh, So, the ship is going way, way, way slower than the speed it would normally be going. Yeah. The captain still predicts their arrival for 8pm that evening.
1: He's like still up on the helm. (laughs) He's like...
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> looking, looking out on the horizon. So the food circumstances had improved with wait times decreasing from two plus hours to around 10 minutes, which yeah. is great. But the bathroom situation just got even worse, as you can imagine.
1: I'd be so upset.
0: I'd be so, I don't know. I mean, like people were getting sick and stuff,
1: obviously, yeah. too, because
0: like when there's literal poop being thrown about, there's not much you can do. Uh, the cruise director announces that passengers must take down all the sheets in Tent City because there will be two helicopters arriving to provide more relief. They delivered extra generators. Did they
1: bring, like, port a
0: <laughs> Okay. For real, though? I'm like, I'm sorry. They really needed to do better, but I don't know how this cruise stuff works, but Carnival, I... You won't be getting a
1: dime Has from... somebody here. with tummy issues... Anne gets like motion sick really easily, like Anne is terrified of vomiting and yeah. like, all of those things. I would literally be in hell. It, I would I would probably jump overboard at that point. I would rather it's like
0: fuck y'all, they like be catching me escaping on my own lifeboat.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: So yeah, um, when the guys came, when the helicopter guys came and brought some generators, it allowed for some of the elevators and toilets to begin working again. I'm like,
1: why didn't they have generators before? I don't know. Carnival, get your shit together.
0: Um, They also announced to everyone that in addition to a full refund, there would be credit for a free cruise for all passengers and $500 each. I don't know about you but I think I'd want a little bit more than $500 and I don't think I would ever want to go can on like, a cruise again.
1: Just like sell your cruise ticket or something. Yeah,
0: I'm assuming that's probably what a lot of people did.
1: Like can, can I just trade this in for <laughs> Can you please sweet give me cash? Cash. Cuz like not
0: in a fucking moment. And like some people were like, "Oh, sweet, free cruise." And some people were like, Fuck no. Yeah. After um they announced all that about the refund and whatnot, the mood became a lot better, which is kind of interesting to me. <laughs> just because I don't really feel like it was that good of a compensation for what they all mm. just went through. Yeah. But people were like,
1: woo <laughs> How about you pay for my therapy?
0: Right. The next day on the 14th, the ship has slowed down drastically, basically to a mile per hour due to changes in the tide. (laughs) And the cruise director announces that their new arrival time is 8 p.m. the next evening. Um, The next day, as the passengers come off the ship and as they get close to land, they like start getting service again. And they've had they've been able to like charge their phones on the ship at this point. So they start getting All the media coverage. And the second they step off the ship, there's like a ton of press there. I'd be like, get out of my way or else I'm going to shit on you. So some people were like that. And then some people actually stopped and were like, you know, giving their little interviews and whatnot. Um,
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: The duality of man. Right. One of the buses transporting passengers to the airport actually broke down on the way, causing passengers to miss their flights back home. I'd be like, is this a fucking joke? Am I cursed (laughs) at this point? And then, yeah. So the Carnival Triumph was docked and underwent repairs that cost $50 million. (gasps) During this time, Mm -hmm. there were really strong winds that knocked the ship out of its spot and it floated across the river to the opposite bank and knocked into another ship... Two people got knocked into the water from that other ship, and only one of them was rescued. What? So there Excuse was a fatality, me? but not from the actual cruise itself. Literally throw the entire boat away. <laughs> this bitch is cursed. Throw the whole thing away. So after all that, they renamed the Carnival Triumph to the Carnival Sunrise, and she's still in the fleet today.
1: Why? So they had to rename her because they uh, people were like. I don't even like, think I'm they renamed go. her
0: right away, but like a couple years later, they renamed her. <sighs> also, during all this, I was reminded that ships are exclusively referred to as her. Yeah, and I was, I was like, whoa, that is such a weird,
1: yeah, weird fact. But yeah, that is my poop cruise. Oh my god! Okay. That, that was in 2013.
0: 2013. <sighs> exactly.
1: I, I already don't ever really want to go on a cruise. Neither. I am not. I don't, I, I don't have sea lakes. I love going on ferries like the Jetty Island Ferry or the ferries, you know, um... We've
0: got a lot of good ferries around yeah, here. Yeah, we
1: do. Oh, so, so pretty. Now I really want to go on a ferry ride. We should do that soon. We should. We should do that soon. Um, but, and, like, standing up on the deck and where it's super fucking windy and stuff. Dude, I even it fucking get scared windy. being on ferries. Like, I love it, but I love a ferry ride, yeah. but... Yeah, but I couldn't spend time on a ship or on a cruise ship for, like, a week or something, like, a vacation... Absolutely no, not. no. One, obviously, like, the whole water fear thing. <laughs> and then two, like, I feel like I would go crazy. Because even if it's a big, big cruise ship, like, I'm on the water. There's nowhere else that I can go. Literally. Except this ship.
0: Well, and you would think if there was a disaster, there would be, like, another ship that would come get you or something. Yeah. But no. No. I'm like, the fact that these two other cruise ships (laughs) literally pulled right up, did these special maneuvers to, like, literally get right up to the boat so they could hand supplies off. I'm like, you can figure that out, but you can't figure out, like... Just let the people on. Just split up. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's literally a million solutions, but... I'm no cruise director.
1: (laughs) No, that would mess with, like, the other people's vacation, so that's...
0: I can't... There's videos of, like, the other ship coming up to the Triumph, and everyone's like, we wish we were on there! It's like, mm, no shit, first of all, but I would just feel so butthurt looking at all those other passengers, because they were all gathered at the end, like, waving uh <laughs> have, have a good rest your... trip
1: <laughs> <laughs> like did those people not fucking know what was going on <laughs> oh. <laughs> i can, like fuck you these rich motherfuckers i <laughs> like, hope you
0: get pooped on too
1: uh i know that not everybody that goes on cruises are rich but still yeah there's cruise, there has to be like this is like some sort of it's a certain type of vibe yeah <laughs> And it's not one that I'm specifically fond of. To me, I don't know if this is going to make any sense. But you know those like white people suburban homes where um the bathroom is like decorated like a beach? Yes. It gives me like that type of person vibes. <laughs> like Dude, those are the people that I get. you're so Right about that,
0: like if you're going on a cruise, you definitely have shells on display somewhere in your yeah, house, and like i'm like not a jar saying of
1: sand, yeah. and like the, and like Do you feel something that's painted like, like a beach, and there's like a
0: little wooden shabby chic sign that's like in the shape of a surfboard. <laughs> Ew! (laughs) I hate that shit. I I
1: used to clean houses. Sorry, but I just don't
0: like it. Many a bathroom like that have I cleaned.
1: Not my, not (laughs) my favorite. Oh god, it's just like the live, laugh, love vibe. Also, I didn't want to like get too into like
0: the. I don't know all of the inspections and stuff for the crews but like they did find that there had been problems that were basically just ignored Naturally. um and they're basically this ship was not seaworthy at the time like the Titanic. As we saw
1: <laughs> or like the Titan submarine and they just went for it anyway but at least times. it wasn't crew
0: it wasn't um controlled by a logitech controller Jesus
1: Christ oh my god yeah um that would honestly no
0: yeah i mean like i used to think cruises was something cruises was something cruises i wanted
1: something i wanted to do something on my book a list. kid because i was like oh my
0: god you know you see like disney cruises and yeah. stuff and you're like oh that's sick but it's like you could just go on a normal vacation yeah i saw a lot of people describing it as like traveling for people who don't like to
1: travel because you stop at like ports and ports. stuff yeah well and aubrey my older sister aubrey and jason they went on a cruise like for their honeymoon um and i think they've gone on one again since then i'm not 100 sure but they're like really like jason's really frugal mm-hmm. and o- always finds deals and uh-huh. his family is like the family they know everybody <laughs> Everywhere, like, I don't know how they do it, but, um, so they always get really good deals or coupons for, for for trips and things like that. They've been to Disneyland multiple times Dang. and, like, haven't broken the bank. And they, they really enjoyed the cruise that they went on because it kind of, like, it wasn't, you were on the boat the entire time. You know, there were multiple stops mm-hmm. at port since you could spend the day on the beach. like And, like, right. walking around a town or rent, rent a moped and, like, ride around somewhere. And it, it wasn't like you were just stuck on the boat the entire time. So that sounds kind of appealing, but But there's parts of it that sound appealing. It would depend, like, it would really depend, I think, probably on, like, the itinerary. Yeah. (laughs) And the vibe of the cruise, because I'm not a huge, like, I don't like necessarily the vibe of... Of stuff like that or like amusement parks or like water parks.
0: (laughs) Dude, I love a water park. I I don't really want to go to that kind of thing anymore, but like
1: I can't describe like exactly what I'm trying to say. Like I do love going to like the state fair and things like that. But there are certain vibes where it's like I feel like at any moment in time I'll start feeling really icky. (laughs) Like maybe it's the food maybe it's the environment maybe it's just like the sheer amount of people yeah and i think that i i always get sick afterwards too so that probably plays into it too oh that Um, sucks yeah
0: yeah Yeah. i've definitely known people that are like you know there's like cruise families there's people who like that's their thing like they yeah they cruise (laughs) they be cruising and you know. Obviously, they probably wouldn't still be doing that if they weren't having a grand old time. But I, yeah. being as chronically online and as hyper-fixated in weird-ass niche subjects as I am, I've learned entirely too much about cruises <laughs> for me to ever want to step foot on one.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: too many horror so, stories. So... I don't think this is going to be my last cruise story. Yeah. <laughs> Just warning everyone.
1: Thank you, Pearl, for that amazing story you shared with us today. Oh my gosh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to our next segment. <laughs> um, I have a story um, about the village of the damned. Oh! <gasps> oh my good gorsh otherwise known as dudley town connecticut the long abandoned dudley town was a settlement located in northwest connecticut nestled in the wood of dark entry forest what creepy ass name hey, no way i know in those and never an actual town, the name was given to a portion of Cornwall that included several members of the Dudley family. It was also originally known as Owlsbury due to the large population of owls that would send hoots upon hoots <laughs> I love through the forest. The just straight-up Owlsbury. They're like, there was a bunch of owls. Owlsbury. <laughs> it's called Owlsbury. <laughs> Um, and the village was abandoned by the early 1900s. Okay. So, named Dark Entry Forest due to the shadows cast by the mountains in the surrounding area, the forest is nice and cool on a hot day, and it's apparently almost completely dark by noon. Dude, <laughs> it sounds like the Hundred Acre Woods. <laughs> oh. And, of course, back in this time, um, like, spiritual people or beliefs, like, people commonly held superstitious beliefs uh, and fear of what lived in the forest. And as they should. And in the dark places less traveled. And I doubt that the perpetual shadow of the mountain helped. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Or the forest, like. Spooky. As literally dark, like. 18 hours a day, or something.
0: <laughs> that's crazy.
1: So, we have a forest that's always shadowy called Dark Entry Forest and filled with owl hoots. That's like textbook spooky forest shit. <laughs> Literally. Catch me not in that forest. The land was originally owned and settled in the 1740s by a man named Thomas Griffiths. Later on, several other families joined Thomas in settling the area, including members of the Dudley family. Though the Dudleys didn't arrive until 1747, they became a big name in the community due to their numbers and contributions to the settlement. So. Okay. There that's a kind few of, of them. sick,
0: honestly. They're like,
1: okay, sure. And then they <laughs> just like named it Dudley Town because there are so fucking many of them apparently. <laughs> oh my God. So the little settlement grew primarily due to the iron industry after iron ore was found to be present in the area. Um, Timber was obviously also readily available, um, and the rocky soil, being next to the mountains, aided in the building of homes and foundations. So people farmed, mined, and lived in the hope that their American dream was growing closer every day. Everything seemed to be going great (laughs) until it wasn't. (laughs) So the downfall of the settlement has been a topic of speculation for a while, with many different theories existing of what could have been the spark that burnt it all down. Legends and speculations have sprouted around the origins of a curse that caused the town's dark history and, and events, including suicides, murders, madness crop failures, and more.
0: (laughs) And more. Suicides, crop failures,
1: and more. (laughs) Some have said that the forest itself is demonically possessed and inhabited by evil creatures and demons. Um, From all the sources I found, it seems like the rumors began sprouting around the 1920s and really took off around the 70s and 80s. Okay. Ed and Lorraine Warren themselves Oh shit. officially declared the settlement as demonically possessed in the <laughs> 70s. <laughs> Those so Warrens. you know the Warrens. Uh, much to my dismay, I could not find a whole lot of actual info on the case that they conducted there, which was really a bummer because that would have been cool. <laughs> Rats. <laughs> the story goes that Pretty much anyone who attempted to live in Dudleytown or settle in this area inevitably met less than fortunate endings. But I mean, this far, it just kind of seems like an eerie, shadowy valley that didn't make the cut long term. So where do all the rumors come from? Why is it referred to as the Village of the Damned? And what the fuck is up with Dudley Town? What the fuck is up? Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Okay. Enter Edmund Dudley. Edmund? Also, my problem is that
0: I'm imagining an entire family of Dudley Dursleys from Harry Potter. Um, Dudley
1: Dursleys? I know. I kept thinking of Harry Potter too. I was like, Dudley. Dudley. Anyway. The entire family just... <laughs> photo They're all just clones. Photocopies, yeah. <laughs> clones of, of Dudley. Oh my gosh. Edmund Dudley. Um, Edmund was an English nobleman who was supposedly involved in a treasonous plot to overthrow King Henry VIII, was locked up in the Tower of London, and subsequently beheaded in 1510. Dude. Not the beheadings. (laughs) Not the beheadings. Uh, Rumor has it that it was at this moment in time that the Dudley line was cursed to befall misfortune and death wherever they went. Though there's no real reliable link between Edmund Dudley and the Dudleys that settled in Connecticut, it is said that this very curse is what followed the family all the way to the colonies. Some sources I've... I found, say, that Edmund was actually just executed as a scapegoat by Henry VIII due to his predecessor's unpopular financial policies. Why? Because Edmund was actually the administrator and financial ad- advisor to King Henry VII. <laughs> oh <laughs> <My God. laughs> But that's not exciting, though. <laughs> so, moving on. Edmund's son, John Dudley, the first Duke of Northumberland, also supposedly made his move in an attempt to control the crown. Classic. (laughs) No. John had arranged for his son, Gulford, to marry Lady Jane Grey, who was next in line for the throne. She did become queen for a short time, but the plan ultimately failed and she was executed along with both John and Gulford Dudley. <laughs>
0: oh my god.
1: The plan really failed. <laughs> to top it off, Gulford's brother, a military officer that returned home from France, presumably brought along with him a plague that uh- spread to his officers and troops. This led to the demise of a large number of British soldiers, and even ended up spreading throughout the country, wiping out thousands. So these Dudleys are just. (laughs) These Dudleys are not. (laughs) (laughs) Doing too too hot. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, Robert Dudley, the Earl of Leicester and John Dudley's third son, was like, fuck this, and decided to leave England for America. (laughs) It's like, I'm getting. I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to die. I'm Dudley Dunn. Please. Okay. So Robert's descendant, William, settled in Guilford, Connecticut, and it was at least three of his descendants that ended up settling in Dudley Okay. Gideon, Barcelai, and Abel. Oh my love. I think the I said old tiny correctly. I know super old timey vibes. Gideon Dudley bought land from Thomas Griffiths and settled there in 1747, and was later uh, was later joined by his two brothers. A little later on, one Martin Dudley also moved to the area, but was not in the same family line, like direct line. Um, <laughs> Martin later married Gideon's daughter, okay. so. A little bit of sweet home Alabama (laughs) info (laughs) for For, you. I mean, back then... I was
0: going to say, back then it was
1: just... People married like their cousins and shit all the time. not, Not chill, calm down, but I guess it was kind of common. So, settlers continued to trickle into the area, but Dudleytown had to rely heavily on neighboring towns and settlements due to the lack of resources readily available. Again, they tried farming, but it wasn't super easy due to the lack of sunshine. Right. Because it was always shadowy. Yeah, that would be not and ideal. And the rocky soil. So the rocky soil combo. and the lack of you gotta sunshine. Have, you gotta
0: have at least one. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to kind of get anywhere. Yeah. Um, and there were never any churches, schools, shops, etc. ever even built um, in Dudley yeah. Town. So... So it was more like a neighborhood. <laughs> it was definitely literally like a settlement. Like it was not even a full town or anything yet. Um, and the few families that ended up in Dudleytown included the Tanners, the Pattersons, the Porters, the Joneses, and a few others. Um, but the total number of families that ever lived there only climbed up to the mid-20s. Okay. So, so. It was just kind of like a camp out. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Um, not an ideal spot. And then you had to go into town to get your groceries. and right. like camp <laughs> But, yeah. One of the weird parts about Dudley Town's, like, misfortune and shit is that neighboring towns and villages did not experience nearly the same amount of struggles and oddities and shit. Huh. Um, as dudley town and its settlers which is another big reason of, um, or another big cause of speculation that has fed the fire of the idea that like supernatural forces have to be the culprit um, so you know, you know after a while it becomes becomes
0: it's, like what the fuck is going on it's kind of weird here? yeah
1: <laughs> um, but hey enough beating around the bush let's dive into the horror of dudley town yes. Here we go. Let's
0: go, <laughs> girls. <laughs> Let's go, girls. So,
1: one of the first tragedies—one <laughs> of the first tragedies to take place was that of Nathaniel Carter. So, Nathaniel lived in Dudleytown from 1759 to 1764, and was at one point called the called called away <laughs> nathaniel was called one point called away due to business so all the sources i found differ slightly some saying that the carter family lived in abel dudley's home in Dudleytown, then moved to new york where the curse followed them and it was there that nathaniel was called away on business but unfortunately while he was gone his wife and child were killed by indigenous americans When he returned home, he was killed shortly thereafter as well. So other sources say that they were killed and then he decided to move back to New York. But then he was murdered after his return there. Um, And yet another account tells that the Carter family moved into the heart of native territory and were attacked there. And the attack ended with the deaths of Nathaniel, his wife, and his infant at the same time. And his other children were abducted and ransomed. His remaining son, David, stayed with the natives and married into the tribe. Okay. So. What's
0: going on there? Holy.
1: Who really knows <laughs> the the
0: I <laughs> love all the story. different yeah. versions when you're looking up like really old
1: stuff. Really old stuff. You're like, oh, okay course something in this realm yeah something along those lines um pretty tragic regardless so another sorry tale is one of gershon hollister which took place in 1792 two differing accounts can be found uh regarding his accident The first being that poor old Gershon fell to his untimely death after falling from an uncompleted structure while building a barn. The barn was to belong to William Tanner, who was Abel Dudley's closest neighbor. Okay. (laughs) So Tanner also befell the curse and eventually went insane, though some people attribute this to just growing old, grouchy, and senile. (laughs) Yeah. So, regardless, records show that he died at the ripe old age of 104 as a demented old man. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, Harsh. Yeah, harsh. (laughs) Um, Some accounts state that Tanner would ramble to others about strange creatures that would come out of the woods late at night, and that those creatures were what killed Hollister not him falling from the barn," he said. "Y'all seeing this shit?" He's like, "Holy shit!" Um, so that's a little creepy, you know. But
0: I mean, I'm not a huge fan of strange creatures coming, coming out, out, out
1: of at, the night. Woods at night. At night, no um So Abel Dudley himself also apparently developed dementia and went cray cray, uh, perishing at ninety. So, um, General Herman Swift, a general that served in the Revolutionary War under George Washington himself, also met misfortune and horror when his wife, Sarah Fay was struck by lightning and died instantly while standing on the porch of their home. Oh my good God. Yeah. <laughs> this caused Swift to go mad and die shortly after. my gosh people attribute this realistically to the fact that apparently lightning used to uh, strike close to homes a lot back then because like there were no lightning rods or anything like that it's just i don't know um and that swift's madness was actually just due to him getting old too so who
0: knows (laughs) they're like well old
1: people are crazy in general so it would be kind of Crazy to like see your spouse struck by lightning and die instantly, though. Like yeah, yeah like probably drive me pretty crazy. It's not like the uh
0: the mental health
1: care was great back <laughs> no. then. No. It yeah, I'd I'd probably go a little bonkers after seeing something like that. Um <laughs> but one of the most famous stories is that of Mary Shaney Greeley. Mary was the wife of presidential nominee Horace Greeley, and legend has it that she hung herself shortly before the election. Okay. However, there are also accounts that say Mary never even technically lived in Dudley Town. It was just kind of nearby in the area, um, and that she actually suffered from lung disease and perished from that. (laughs) Okay. Horace Greeley himself also perished shortly after his wife. Damn. These people just dropping like flies. I was going to say, one after the other. Yeah. Yeah. So, come the 20th century, John Patrick Brophy was the final resident of Dudleytown in 1901 as the population dwindled. In a horrible wave of circumstances, his wife died of tuberculosis. The old TB. Yeah. Back to strike again. Yeah. After her funeral, his two children wandered off into the woods and vanished, never to be seen or heard from again. Don't do that! (laughs) (laughs) Then, his home burned to the ground. And shortly after that, Brophy himself wandered into the forest and vanished. Mm Okay. So that's just a crazy (sighs) series of unfortunate events yeah Um, and i mean a couple accounts or like videos or things that i listened to um were saying like it definitely could have been like it would make sense at that point to just kind of be like fuck this like if he burnt his house down and decided to just ditch like yeah your wife died your kids vanished i was thinking the same thing you're the last resident of this place like just burn it to the ground. Going out and and leave a fucking blaze. Yeah, yeah. So
0: <laughs> like I'm gonna light this bitch up. Yeah. I'm out.
1: Yeah, but the but the fire that burnt down his house um, never was always like um unexplained, like the cause. So mystery could huh. have been an accident. Could have been on purpose. Who knows? But by the 1900s, Dudley Town was completely deserted and anything left of the settlement was reclaimed by nature. The last major story to mention at this point involves Dr. William Clark. Okay. In the 1920s, Clark purchased about 1,000 acres of land in the area, with some of it including Dudleytown. William? Have you say William? <laughs> Come on, Willie. Willie? <laughs> Don't you know about the curse? Yeah, get your act together. So sources state that he lived with his wife in the area and was at one point also called away on business. Upon his return, not even two full days later, it was like 36 hours or something, he was greeted by the sound of creepy laughter and found his wife to be absolutely insane. (laughs) W.T. fuck. His wife went insane right when he got back? Within like 36 hours or something. That he was gone. The creepy laughter. Yeah, so to quote Legendary Connecticut by David E. Phillips, written in 1984, quote, As he pushed open the front door, which had been left slightly ajar, he heard a sound that he would never forget. From an upstairs room came the maniacal, uncontrolled laughter of one who had taken leave of her senses. Oh, my God. During his absence, his wife had gone quite mad. End oh quote. My
0: goodness. Okay. I'm on the, I'm on team curse
1: right now. <laughs> Not that I'm like supportive of it, but I'm like, I don't know, man. Just the series of events. The series of events. The list just kept going. I was like, my jaw was dropping more and more each time. I was like, what the fuck? <sighs> That's wild. Yeah.
0: So, uh, that last one's sad too Yeah Also I just can't stop picturing the children walking, Wandering into, into the forest I want to know like how many people Would try to like go in there at all Cause I feel like it would be insanely easy To get lost in a forest like that
1: Well yeah yeah. one that, that's a dark This all, dark all the, time. the time It's dark all the goddamn time oh. <laughs> The goddamn time Ugh No, thank you. Um, There were also, like, mentions here and there of, like, I don't know if it was, like, the little or the strange creatures or something that Tanner had mentioned or whatever. But um, I remember there being references of people talking about strange little men that would come out of the forest. (gasps) Okay. Or, like, strange or, like, little any creatures that was like no thank you no thank you i can't remember the name of <laughs> of what i'm thinking of right now but no thanks no thanks so no, not <laughs> at all but present day nothing much remains of the original settlement other than cellar holes and some stone foundations and the land has been closed to the public due to vandalism and trespassers um Those that live in the area strongly discourage folks from heading into Dudley Town or ghost hunting, saying that there's absolutely nothing supernatural about Dudley Town and that essentially people are just fucking stupid, so leave it alone. (laughs) To paraphrase. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Sounds like it's haunted. Hmm. It's funny you would say that because it sounds like you're wrong. (laughs) But, uh... You know, like, but fucking leave it alone. Like, don't go trespassing. Don't go vandalizing shit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Anyway. Um, looking at things realistically, a lot of the downfall could be attributed attributed to me. <laughs> a lot of... God, much of the downfall could be attributed to natural causes. Um, like the progression of people moving west. Um, Like, populations in general kind of dwindled everywhere as families, and, like, younger people decided to move west. Mm -hmm. Um, And additionally, crops don't do too well in soil full of rocks and without sunlight. Right, right. Um, So, considering the shadows that constantly fell, like, crops would likely fail. Like, it's not... It's not a farm town. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, like, a grassy plain... (laughs) Another point to make is that, uh, as I said earlier, people had to travel to neighboring settlements and towns for the mo- majority of what they needed, since the valley couldn't produce enough food or resources. So, not very um, helpful. <laughs> yeah, not, <laughs> not really, really what you're trying to. Um, and they didn't have a church either. Again. <gasps> so yeah. <laughs> oh God, not how how could they live th- without that? They can't. They can't. Um, maybe that's why they were cursed. I was going to say, maybe the <laughs>
0: devil smote them. You're like, oh, you don't have a church. Is that the past tense of smite? Smote.
1: <laughs> the devil smote you. Um, if it's not, it is smited? now.
0: Smote. I was going to say smited, but smote sounded more fun.
1: I like smote. Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> Um, But yeah, they didn't have a church, so they had to go to Cornwall um, for their services and to bury their dead, because they didn't have a graveyard, because those were always at churches. So like, they they traveled to, to the next door neighborhoods pretty frequently. So why not just move? (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Why not just get the fuck out of this godforsaken town? Yeah, honestly. it would
1: certainly <laughs> seem like a hassle to try and make uh, it work, like staying in it in Dudley Town. Just so. seems
0: like such an unfortunate set of circumstances. Like it's almost like, I mean, there's obviously places like that now you where it's like, like
1: a cute vacation home, like in the cool shadowy area, whatever. right to go to and summer? Or go visit like, it. But not when you're trying to, like, sustain life. The natural resources there were not banging. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like some of the sweet home Alabama incest would be a potential uh, player in folks' mental health degrading. Oh, or just yeah. plain old insanity. But it is truly strange how Dudley Town seemed to have case after case while the other surrounding areas didn't. Like, at least to the same extent. Yeah. Like... Everybody there was just going, like, fucking crazy, I guess. I was going to say, like, back in the day, you know...
0: Maybe they weren't getting enough vitamin D
1: or something. Advanced.
0: I was going to say, they'll have seasonal depression yeah. all year. Yeah. Just straight-up depression because there's no light. Yeah, But, like, you know, back in those times, it was a lot more common for people to have declining... Rapidly declining mental health, yeah. illness, blah, blah, blah. But when you say that the surrounding towns were, like, not going through this level of misfortune I'm like
1: hmm. it's, it is pretty strange it makes you scratch the chin a little yeah yeah but again you're right maybe they were maybe they were all just like fucking depressed like they were not getting sunshine they needed that money. living day. in Washington we know that we life. know how that <laughs> how that feels but yeah um, Ugh, darkness know. was not their ally no it was not. <laughs> So, take all of that um, how you will, but uh, the Dark Entry Forest Association, uh, which still exists today, was founded back in the 1920s and helped and has helped preserve the forest. Um, something else that I didn't include, but was kind of interesting, is that Dr. William Clark helped found the oh. Dark Entry Forest Association. Interesting. So, that was an interesting little bit of info. Yeah. Um maybe I don't know if it was after or before his wife went insane, but
0: <laughs> he was like, I need something else to do. Oh,
1: uh, it's like god, I need a hobby. <laughs> my god.
0: Dark Entry Forest. I'm like looking it up. I yeah. have to see pictures of shit.
1: Yeah. Oh so My god. The association also strongly discourages trespassers because they're trying to preserve the area and preserve the forest. Um, again, they've had to, unfortunately, close off much of the forest to the public anyway due to the trespassers and vandalism, which is just a shame, in my opinion. Um, that people do be dumb. People be pooping on shit. Yeah, it's a shame, though, you know. Like, leave nature alone. Leave nature out of it. She didn't do anything. She's beautiful (sighs) mysterious and scary. Like, don't... Don't fuck with Mother Nature. Leave her alone. Uh,
0: <laughs> not to bring it back to the the Titan submersible, but
1: oh my god, don't fuck with Mother Nature. Water will fucking kill you. It does not make any distinction. <laughs> but yeah, there's the series of unfortunate events that has earned Dudley Town the title of the village of the damned, and has caused wow. years of legend and speculation. What a dog history! Isn't that creepy? It's so it, creepy. That's also, I can't imagine just stretcher.
0: stepping out onto my porch and getting fucking struck with lightning. Uh, that's horrible,
1: right? Like maybe you're going out there to like admire the sun. The well, it probably wasn't sunny. If there was <laughs> At
0: nine a.m. before the sun <laughs> is yeah,
1: like going to do something out there. She was out on the it's porch not
0: for some, some reason. Fresh air. She's like Zeus. Was like fuck you. God
1: was like, y'all don't have a church. <laughs> he took the he took his protection away. <laughs> Why did I say that? <laughs> anyway, damn. Yeah. Well, that was
0: lovely, wasn't that? I mean, just it like wasn't roller- lovely, but it was interesting. A roller
1: coaster. Oh my gosh. Very interesting. I had never heard of Dudley Town. Me either. Um, I was like what the heck what like i said is my going? jaw was just like dropping more and more i was like you... what What's with this town and what is up with these people the oh list of, of just tragic like accidents just kept going i'm so fucked uh but... when it
0: just literally ceases to exist too it's not like oh this used to be this way it's like
1: no no one lives there anymore. No, yeah, it's like a ghost town. It's not even a ghost town. It's just like some, some. It's just like, land, stone foundations and stuff that that's left. But um, yeah, take take what you want from that. Some people think that it's definitely still haunted. Like Ed and Lorraine Warren, like officially <laughs> declared it as this place says. is officially haunted. Get the get the haunted stamp. Get the Literally. red ink, just bam, Oof. haunted. <laughs> Case closed. That's
0: so weird that I've never heard of that. Like, if the Warrens were going there, I feel like I would have yeah. heard about that. Yeah, I found that crazy. bit of
1: info yesterday. I was like, what the fuck? There's no way. That's so crazy. Yeah, but... Well, thank you for the story. Thank you for the story. And thank you all for joining us today on this fine day. (laughs) Um,
0: if you guys want to, you should go (laughs) follow us on Instagram at RansomRobbit Trails Pod and TikTok.
1: And TikTok. Um, yeah. Yeah. And have a glorious day. Have a fantastic fantastical day um hope that you don't get struck by lightning on your front porch <laughs> we hope that you don't pay for a cruise that ends up being a week of hell yeah yeah <laughs> wish you the best have a good day girl bye, girl, bye! <laughs>